Dell Tech Fest starts now. To thank you for 40 unforgettable years, Dell Technologies is celebrating with anniversary savings on their most popular tech. For a limited time, only save on select next-gen PCs like the XPS 13, where you can make the everyday easier with Windows 11. Plus, curate your dream setup with great deals on select monitors, mice, and must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at dell.com deals, you'll have access to leading-edge technology and free shipping on everything. That's dell.com slash deals. Every business is constantly asking themselves, what's a thing I can do to take my business to the next level? It's something I'm thinking about, of course, over at Daily Stoic and Daily Dad and the Painted Porch. And one of the tools I use for just that is LinkedIn Jobs, because LinkedIn Jobs knows that your success depends on the team you surround yourself with. That's why LinkedIn Jobs has created the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and free. You might have just listened to the episode I put up where I was given a talk at LinkedIn back in 2017. So I've been using LinkedIn a long time because LinkedIn isn't just another job board. It has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. And hiring is easy when you have that many quality candidates. It's so easy. In fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. We've hired multiple people here at Daily Stoic from LinkedIn. You can post your job for free at linkedin.com slash stoic. That's linkedin.com slash stoic to post your job for free terms and conditions apply. Welcome to the Daily Stoic Podcast, where each day we read a passage of ancient wisdom designed to help you in your everyday life. On Tuesdays, we take a closer look at these Stoic ideas, how we can apply them in our actual lives. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy. You can be this, just don't be that. Things go wrong. We get screwed over. We make mistakes. It happens. The idea that it shouldn't affect a Stoic, this is preposterous. No amount of training, Seneca writes, takes away natural feelings. So it's okay that you don't like what happened. What matters is what happens next. Take the NFL coach Steve Wilkes, for instance, who was just passed over for a head coaching job he more than deserved. He took over as the interim coach for the ailing Carolina Panthers when they were 1-4, and four, and he led the team to a 7-10 and 10 finish. He won the overwhelming support of the locker room, and he impressed the league. And yet there he was, passed over for the job for a white head coach who had just been fired months before after leading the Colts to a 3-5-1 and five and one record. Was there a racial component to this? Maybe. Wilkes has certainly experienced that before. But whether it is or isn't doesn't change the fact that it's still a thing that sucks for him. No one wants to lose out on a job. And if it is, in fact, another example of the race problem in the NFL, it only makes things more frustrating and painful. And this is why Wilkes's comments after he didn't get the job are so perfect. The sun rose this morning, and by the grace of God, so did I, he explained. I am disappointed, but not defeated. Most people aren't built for this, he said, but I know what it means to persevere and see it through. Disappointed, but not defeated. The Stoics knew disappointment well, but they rarely despaired. They would have liked Wilkes's attitude, as well as the distinction that Hemingway made in The Old Man in the Sea. Man is not made for defeat. A man could be destroyed, but not defeated. 
You don't control what the fates decide for you. You don't choose to be passed over for a job. Nobody wants to come face to face with an error or an unpleasant reality. But you do control whether you give up, whether you let it break your heart, whether you are defeated. You're getting Stoicism totally wrong if you imagine the Stoics as these sort of emotionless, invulnerable, like superhuman men and women. They, they weren't. They were people like you and us, which meant they had problems like the rest of us. I've also had to use Stoicism in my own life, going through breakups, going through disappointments. Stoicism is there to help us with the problems of life. And so in today's episode, we're gonna talk about some Stoic strategies for improving your mental health and your mental wealth. Seneca said that the mind must be taken on wandering walks. He said, otherwise you'll break, you'll be too tense. I totally agree. I try to start my day with a walk and I try to end my day with a walk. I don't even consider it exercise, although it is that. To me, it's putting the body in motion. It's slowing the mind down. I'm getting outside. I'm connected with nature. Maybe I'm having a conversation with someone else that I care about. And even though I'm moving, I'm getting closer to a place of stillness. Walking to me is a magical cure-all. So listen to the Stoics and take a walk. Instead of talking about happiness, Aristotle uses this word eudaimonia, which basically means human flourishing, which I think is a better way of thinking about happiness. Happiness isn't exuberance, it's not excitement, it's not uh, getting everything you want. I think it's a deeper place. It's when you're realizing the potential that you have as a human being in all your forms. And so if we can think then of, of happiness as that, the byproduct of doing all the things right in your life, wanting the right things, living the right way, prioritizing the right things, doing the right thing, happiness is the byproduct of that. I think it's a better way to think about it. Viktor Frankl talks about how happiness must ensue. It cannot be pursued. It's not a thing you get as a reward here. It's actually the day-to-dayness of living and acting rightly, or for the Stoics, living and acting with virtue. I try to remind myself as many times as I can, every day and every minute, that this moment is enough. I don't need to be anywhere. I don't need to do anything. Nothing is expected of me but presence. Just to be present, that is like the hardest thing in the world, but it's also the most wonderful thing in the world. You look out, you experience where you are, you're not wishing for things to be otherwise. That's what stoicism is about to me. It's about becoming present. It's about locking in where you are, not needing or wanting anything else but what is in front of you right now. It starts with the little choices, the decision to get up early, the decision to go work out, the decision to not check your phone first thing in the morning. Epictetus says, if you want to be beautiful, make beautiful choices. And I, I think about that all the time. Am I making the good choice or am I making the lazy choice? Am I making the short-term choice or the long-term choice? Make good choices and it, it gets you where you want to go. Zeno says that well-being is realized by small steps, but it's no small thing. Those little choices matter and it starts there. And I would say it starts the second you wake up. In fact, it starts with the time that you decide to wake up. One of my favorite pages and one of my favorite books that I like to read to my kids says, asking for help isn't giving up, it's refusing to give up. I have no shame or compunction about having gone to therapy, about going to therapy. In fact, I've gone to almost every kind of therapy you can imagine, which actually brings us to today's sponsor, BetterHelp. 
which helps you do exactly that. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. You can talk to a therapist in a private online environment at your convenience. You schedule your first phone or video session, plus you get unlimited text messages with your therapist as well, which is awesome and convenient. You have access to something like 20,000 licensed psychologists and therapists. You fill out a questionnaire that helps you identify your specific needs and get you matched with a therapist within 48 hours. You can request a new therapist with no charges till you find the right person for you. Join the 2 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with BetterHelp. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash dailystoic, which I'll link in the description below, betterhelp.com slash dailystoic. We suffer more in imagination than in reality. What does that mean? I think what Seneca is saying is that most of the things that we're anxious about, that we torture ourselves about, that we dread, that we catastrophize in our head, they, they never actually end up happening. Sure, bad stuff does happen in life, but our nightmares are usually worse than reality. Don't suffer unnecessarily. Don't borrow suffering from the future. The present should keep you plenty occupied enough Focus on what's in front of you, prepare, be adaptable, be ready, but don't suffer more in imagination than you have to in reality. What is tranquility? What is happiness? Seneca says it's the sense that you're on the right path and the ability not to be distracted by all the paths that crisscross yours. He said, especially the path, the footsteps of the people who are hopelessly lost. The sense of why you're here, what you're meant to do, what you're working on, why you're working on it, that's the really clarifying thing that allows you to feel at peace, to feel good, to feel secure. And you have to cultivate that sense. It doesn't just happen. It comes from introspection. It comes from goal setting. It comes from saying no to things. It comes from really locking in to what you are meant to do, why you're doing it, ignoring, shutting out, turning away from everything else. Marcus really writes to himself, he says, fight to be the person philosophy wants you to be. And I just love that so much. It's that stoicism has this ideal for you to be someone who's resilient, someone who's strong, someone who's virtuous, someone who's kind, who cares about the common good, someone who isn't easily rattled, someone who's committed to bettering themselves. That's what stoicism wants for you. That's what the stoics have been writing about for centuries. That's what we do in these videos in the daily stoic email. That's the ideal. But the question is, are you fighting for yourself? Are you fighting to be that thing? Are you striving today to get a little bit closer to that perfect ideal? Are you fighting for yourself? The stoics can't make you be or do anything. They can just lay out the formula, but it's ultimately on you to follow it, to step up and act actually be it. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to The Daily Stoic early and ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen early and ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. In the 1980s, Frank Farian was riding high as a successful German music producer, but he was bored. German pop was formulaic, dull, and oh so white. Frank had bigger dreams, American dreams. He wanted to create the kind of music that would rival larger-than-life artists like Michael Jackson or Run DMC. So he assembled a hip-hop duo, two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? One very important element was missing, but Frank knew 
just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's biggest controversies. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when their adoring fans learned about the infamous lip syncing, their downfall was swift and brutal. With exclusive interviews from frontman Fab Morvan and his producers Frank Varian and Ingrid Segui, this podcast takes a fresh look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Follow Blame It on the Fame wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free by joining Wondery Plus.